So the song says that mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all it says, and bodies are still being raised. still being slain God we believe yes we can see that wonders are still what you do welcome to my two cents with evangelist Walesa Norris this is your fabulous host Walesa Norris better known as Fash Feathers I want to thank you guys again for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing, right? We all can heal from something. We all can get better knowledge and tools on something. Even if we think that we're not that bad, right? It's always something that each of us can work on to help ourselves or to help other people. So if you're in the business of healing, of love and light, of trying to bring better experiences in your life, you have come to the right show because I'm also in that business, right? This is why I am doing this emotional healing show. Again, I want to state that this is not a bad show, but this is to bring out the ugly truth that is going on in our society, within our families, within our communities, within our careers, right? So we can all hear how bad it is and how it affects other people, whether we are the ones that cause the pain and hurt on others, or we are the victims of those who have caused pain and hurt on us, right? So, we can all learn something from every experience that we go through, right? Every person that come across your path was meant to come across your path either to be a lesson, a blessing, or to learn from. And we learn different things from the good and the bad, right? How we can move forward in a better positive way, how we gain wisdom from each experience, and how we can apply the wisdom that we learn through different relationships, different careers, and different things that we went through, right? To be more knowledgeable, to think more wiser, to choose better choices so we can bring about positive experiences. This is what makes God want to heal our land, right? When he sees that all of his human beings are getting that it is better to be positive, loving, understanding, and compromising with those of, uh, with those people who are different from us, right? Or may think different, right? But if we come together in a peaceful state, if we learn the tools and the knowledge that God has given us through different people, through his Bible, and through just, you know, intuition, learning, what is good and what is not good, right? Then God will heal our land and we can help him heal our land, right? By being understanding and loving and compromising people. We know that everybody is not going to want to go on the emotional healing journey because as I have told you guys before, emotional healing is hard. You have to acknowledge your wrongdoing, right? You have to come to the truth of who has hurt you, who was not good for you, even though you love them, right? And you may have to disassociate yourself with 
with certain people that you love the most because they're not growing, they're not loving, they're not understanding. And we have to get rid of one-sided relationships, right? Because that don't bring us no peace. If somebody is always being the loving person, always being the compromising person, always being the encouraging person, but when it comes to them, they don't get that right. That make that don't make them want to continue to move forward in a healthy and positive and encouraging way. That makes them feel sad, right? And so we're trying to get rid of that feeling of sad. We want to know that we are okay. We are growing and we are learning. And so if each one can teach one, we all can bring love back in our land and in our community and within our families. So today's show will be on trauma coping mechanisms. We all know about the defense mechanism right? One of them being anger. We all have experienced anger, whether we were the abuser or whether we were the victims of whatever type of violence or whatever type of um, word curses or things people have said or done to us, right? We all experience anger from both ends, right? Whether you're the abuser or the victim. And anger comes from unhealed trauma. So I do this show to teach you how to cope with your trauma, how to heal your trauma so you can bring about better experiences. So today I will be giving examples on coping mechanism and not defense mechanism. Sometimes defense mechanisms is good right? Because you have to learn to protect yourself. But everybody is not coming across your path to harm you or to set you up or to do wrong to you, right? So you have to be able to have an open mind and give everybody that window to show you who they are or what they're coming to bring in your life. And if it's not good, you want to walk away in a peaceful state, not in an upset, angry state and fighting back and forth. That doesn't bring any peace to that solution, right? So I will be speaking on trauma coping mechanisms today. Also, I will be speaking on defense mechanisms that hold us back, right? And and keep us from experiencing better relationships, better opportunities, uh, times to heal uh, our family or different relationships that we call uh, valuable or we think it's valuable because of our defense mechanism. Not only that, because you guys know I am a woman of God. So I will be speaking on the woman and the Bible who dealt with trauma responses, right? We all respond and don't react at different point of our life. When we hear something, when we don't believe something, when we're doubting something, either in ourselves or in other people, right? So I will be speaking on Sarah and the Bible. She was the one who doubted God and she she responded out of fear, out of doubt, out of her trauma responses, right? But I'll let you know how God came back to her, right? And he had somebody in her path that believed God, right? Who activated his faith. And that's what brought about the healing and the promise and the blessing from God in their life. So stay tuned to today's show. It should be a great show on healing trauma, right? Trauma uh, mechanisms. So stay tuned. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, 
Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys we will be getting into coping mechanisms, right? We all have to learn to cope well when we have been through trauma or things that we didn't understand or things that we have endured or even things that we have caused um, other people, right? Far as word curses, far as actions we have considered or done to other people or things that we have thought that we have now come to the realization, right? That it just was not right. So coping is just thoughts and behaviors to manage internal and external stressful situations, which we all have been in, right? At one point in time or another in our life. And once we learn to read respond and not react and we just consider how we can get through things that didn't go well right or wrong decisions we have made right we can move forward in a positive and a healthy and a more wiser way because if you guys look at my social media I always post pop-up videos right a spiritual pop-up video to let you know that sometimes you have to make foolish decisions, right? Sometimes good people make wrong choices. Don't mean that it should hold over their head the rest of their life, right? But if they learn from it, right? If they learn what to do and what not to do moving forward, we can better our relationships, right? We can better our community. We can help heal our family, right? We can help heal our own minds with the way we think. And, and if we bring in more positive, right? And learn how to release the negative. So how you learn how to release the negative, I'm going to go into the coping strategies that I myself apply in my own life at times. And if this is good enough for you, you might want to do it, right? Because it helps distract you from the painful memories, right? The failures, the things that didn't go well. So one coping mechanism that I know a lot of people do that are emotional healing and, and bringing about positive changes in their life, they join a support group. I know plenty of people in the AA and in the NA. It's nothing wrong with like, you know, it's nothing better, a better feeling, right? When you get around certain people who have been through everything you have been through, right? Or endured everything you have done or made the same wrong choices that you have made, but they came out of that, right? They added God in their life. They start letting you know what made them change and different things of that nature. So sharing your testimony around other people that can get you trustworthy people people that's trying to move forward in a positive way, that is a great coping mechanism, right? We all need to talk about things that frustrate us, things that we endure, things that hurt us, right? And if you can find an understanding group, a therapy, a life coach, or a support group that can hear you out, but give you positive ways on how to change and let you know that God is real and he he can do the impossible in your life with prayer and what you take in one step at a 
time to change negative to positive, then you're well on your way to emotional healing, right? Another thing is art. If you're into the arts, I know I have the eye for style. I love fashion and, and decor and different things of that nature, right? So I may go to art galleries or if you know how to paint, just paint, right? Can help get your mind off of the negative things you may have said or done or have endured. It brings you focus on goals and just seeing your creative style, right? Or taking pictures. I love to take pictures too. And I love to look at different pictures, right? It gets your mind off the negative so much. Another thing is music, right? I love gospel music, but I love all type of music, right? The gospel music feeds my spirit, man. And it lets me know from just different artists, right? what they have been through because we do know people tell their stories in music right what they have went through and how God led them and blessed them and favored them when they made that change right or when they was getting ready to give up right God stepped in with a miracle or blessed them and that's why they praise God I love gospel music and like I said other music right even if it's not gospel a lot of people tell their stories and you realize hey I'm not the only one who have made this mistake right or I'm not the only one who hasn't do things like that. So music speaks to your spirit, man. Speak to your mind, right? You can feel it when you listen to different music. Another thing is meditation. Now, I know a lot of people can't just sit still. I'm one of them, right? But when I decide to meditate, I learned how to speak out affirmations, right? I'm inhaling positivity. I'm exhaling negativity. Whatever words of affirmations that help you or speak to your spirit, man, or that you can come up with as you journal or speak out that you want to see in your life and how you want to improve would be awesome. Or if you can just sit there and be quiet, right? And just listen to tunes and things of that nature and clear your mind. That is a great coping mechanism. Another thing is relaxation, right? Just deciding I'm not going out today, right? I'm not finna work on business ideas. I'm not finna work on what's going on. I'm gonna take a day for myself. I'm not going out. I'm not doing nothing. I may take me a deep, warm, hot bath, right? And then I'm going to get out, either watch me some movies, watch me some comedy shows, right? Or I'm just going to lay in bed and just relax. Thank God for another day, right? Relaxation is a great coping mechanism and it gets your mind off of all the things you have to do, all the things you have to deal with, right? We can't avoid different problems and different situations that we must have to confront, right? But if once we relax and think about what can bring peace, right? What can bring people together, right? What can be said in a way that is not a defensive or offensive to another person as you relax, then you can handle situation and experiences different and better. Another thing is spending time in nature, right? I know I love to walk. As you walk, right, your mind just look at the, think of the sunset, look at the beautiful trees, wherever you walk at, right? Now you're working on the physical and you may walk across or run across somebody else that's trying to walk to and get their life together, get their bodies together, right? I know I am a communicator, right? So I talk to people in passing, right? A lot of people don't do that. And I know sometimes trauma can cause you to stand over fish, right? Because you get your defense mechanism up, right? You done been through a lot with different people in different circumstances and there's nothing wrong with isolating for a bit, but you're going to have to come out of that, right? Remembering to give everybody a free chance, right? Giving everybody a chance to prove themselves. And so as you learn to start 
communicating again, not saying that you, you know, not to be alert and aware of what type of things that you have already been through with different people and different experiences, right? But you want to have an open mind because everybody is not coming in your life to bring harm or bring damage in your life. But you do want to be alert, have your boundaries up, but it's nothing wrong with being kind, right? Speaking in passing. I do that all the time when I'm out walking or doing something or complimenting somebody and I realize that I have things in common with other people as well. So those were some coping mechanisms. I hope you guys like those coping mechanism strategies that I just gave you all. And after this commercial break, I will be speaking on defense mechanisms. And then I will go into Sarah from the Bible, right? She is the one that dealt with trauma, unbelief, and doubt, but God still brought the promise to pass because she had somebody else, right, on the side of her believing in faith. And that's why it's always good to connect with other people who are on the healing journey with you. So when you are down or when you are scared or you're thinking that change is not possible or can't happen in your life and you have somebody else that's going through the same with you around you that's trustworthy and want to see you grow and win, then things can get better, right? Because we all fail. We all need somebody at different times. So stay tuned after this commercial break. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. This is your fabulous host, Miss Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on coping mechanisms. We all can add to our wisdom and our learning, right? And how to cope better with stressful situations, things we don't understand, things that we may have said or done that was wrong so we can move forward in a better way. Now wiser, right? Now learning from our mistakes, now learning from those who was entered in our life to teach us lessons or to bring us blessings, right? We have to look back over the past. It's no avoiding what has happened in our life, right? But we don't want to stay stuck on the negative. And when we think of the positive, what's the good that came out of every negative situation, right? Whether that you survive, whether that you gain wisdom, right? Whether it made you change and be a better person. That's the good thing. That's something to be grateful for, right? So we want to look for more things to be grateful for and what we can focus on that's positive, that's going to bring about better results, not sadness and sorrow and depression in our life. Because we know trauma causes depression and we all have that dark night of the soul sometimes, right? When we realize things we have went through, when we realize the people we love, right, failed us, when we realize things that we said are done was just not right, right? But we can't stay there. So once we acknowledge it, once we write down or once we speak out what we want to happen next in our life and start applying the tools to our life, our mind, our relationships, things start to look up and get better. Little at a time, sometimes God bless us with that miracle right, right away and turn everything around in an instance. But sometimes he walk us faith by faith, right? Step by step to change for the better and to grow our faith. So with me speaking on coping mechanisms, I'm going to speak on defense mechanism. We 
all know defense mechanisms. We all have them, right? Anger is the number one defense mechanism that so many people use, right? And defense mechanism is just, right, um, a reaction to avoid reality or to come to grips with things that has happened or things that we have done, right? So we display that in anger when we don't want to deal with certain things, but certain things cannot be avoided, right? And like I said, with acknowledging that it's some issues that I have to work on or it's some things that I dealt with that I shouldn't dealt with, right? Instead of getting angry about it, let me cry about it because there's nothing wrong with crying, right? Crying is not a defense mechanism and it doesn't make you a weak person, right? Crying is actually healing for the soul, right? Whether you're crying over the things you have done or the things that you have went through. I have cried good cries sometimes and you know that it makes you feel better right you have to learn how to be vulnerable when you are emotionally healing and you don't want to stay stuck there too but sometimes you have to cry it out instead of getting angry let's just say let me go to the side and just think about what has happened or what I had to overcome maybe I do need a good cry so I can move forward right instead of being angry so you want to release release the anger as best as you can now we all had a spirit of anger and it's nothing wrong with getting angry, right? It's just how you deal with your anger. And anger is the number one defense mechanism so many people use to avoid reality, to not handle situations properly or correctly. So we want to learn how to work through our anger. Crying is one thing. It doesn't make you weak. It really shows your strength, right? And that you are vulnerable. And that make people more open to you, right? Not saying a fake cry, right? But a real cry. It's nothing wrong with crying and getting it out. Hey, this is what happened or this is what I endured or this is something I did and I need to cry about it so I can let that pain out, right? I got to let it out. But defense mechanism is come from painful feelings or motives of ideas that we don't want to deal with or we are avoiding to do, right? Or escaping reality, like I said, because sometimes when you do a defense mechanism, you want to escape reality, the truth. And there's nothing wrong with coming to the truth. Like I was saying with acknowledgement, that's just telling the truth, right? That something needs to happen, that something needs to change. And maybe I am the cause, or maybe I shouldn't have done all those different things. There's nothing wrong with coming to the truth. So once you realize where your anger is coming from, what is triggering your anger, and you take those steps that I told you with coping, right? Relaxation, going for a walk, maybe speaking out what you want to see and, and hear and do in your life and in your relationships. That coping mechanism can shut down that anger. Maybe not right away, but over time, right? When you start applying the tools to learn how to cope with anger and realizing that I have to face my truth, whether I'm the cause or someone else is the cause. And it's a different way I can go about expressing anger in a, a rudely dramatic way, right? That may cause even more pain on myself or on somebody else, right? Because once we go through things, we don't want other people to go through it, right? But as we heal ourselves, right, we show other people and teach other people that healing is possible. 
and available. So with that being said, right, we want to let work through and cope through our defense mechanisms with the anger and the bitterness and the unforgiveness. And it takes time. So don't feel bad about yourself. If you're still dealing with anger, if you're still dwelling on the negative memories, you just want to add those coping tools to your healing journey. And like I said, healing is not an overnight process and it's not a race. Everybody heal at different times and different moments and different journeys in their life. But if you're not giving up on your healing journey, if you fall and go back to wrong or negative mindsets, it's okay. Just get back up again. Remember why you're doing the healing process, right? Because you want better experiences, right? You want to heal your land. You want God to favor you and your family or your community or the things that he's bringing your way, right? You don't ever want to mess up good things anymore, right? So you want to think twice about how you respond, about how you deal with different things. So with that being said, I'm going into the woman in the Bible. Her name was Sarah. If you guys are uh, Bible readers, we know Sarah was the wife of Abraham, right? And they both were old of age, but Sarah was the beauty queen, right? So many men wanted her. And, and, and because of that, Abraham was scared to claim her as his wife because he was afraid that he was going to get attacked, right? It took God to step in and tell these men, leave Sarah alone because she was married to Abraham, God's chosen servant. And they was wondering, why did you lie and say that she was your sister instead of your wife? But he was scared, right, from the trauma he had already faced with walking with God, right? Because you know, once you turn from negative to going to positive, or if you're trying to be the peacemaker, and a lot of situations where God puts you in, right? And people are not understanding or not to that level yet or not waking up to healing, right? They may attack you. So because of Abraham's trauma with being attacked for trying to stand up for righteousness, for trying to bring peace and love in certain situations, for trying to get people to be understanding and they wasn't open to what God was doing or open to love or open to compromising, he went through trauma with being attacked. So he just thought this was another situation, right? Where he was going to be attacked if he real if everybody found out this beautiful woman was his wife. So he lied and told people that this was his sister, right? And so if it wasn't for God having to step in on that behalf of Abraham, they would have had sex with Sarah, right? They would have dated her and he just would have lived in shame and humiliation because of his fear. We do know trauma brings fear and doubt. The same with his wife, Sarah, right? When God decided that he was going to bless her with a child, right? And they kid was going to be the kids of many nations, right? She laughed at God, right? She didn't believe him, right? Because it had been so long from what God has promised them, right? If God tell you by Jesus stripes, you are healed, right? And your healing not coming right away. Maybe you don't believe God to heal you, or maybe you've been doing your best for a while and you're not seeing what God has spoken your heart and your mind about your family, about your business, right? Maybe about your own kids or maybe about your own life, right? Sometimes that does cause weariness and doubt. So Sarah dealt with trauma, right? Just because it took 
a long time. It it made her doubt God. She had her husband even sleep with somebody else because she thought that's how God was going to bring the child to pass, right? The child of many nations, right? That God was going to bless. And she just went outside of God's will, right? We all sometimes step out of God's will because we don't know how he's going to bring the promise to pass, right? How he's going to restore our lives, how he's going to restore our families, how he's going to bless us in our financial wealth, right? Or how he's going to work in whatever he has promised us. So sometimes we can too, just like Sarah. So we don't want to judge Sarah and Abraham, right? They just dealt with trauma. They didn't understand what God was doing in their life. And sometimes we don't understand what God is doing in our life. So she went outside of God's will. Then she ended up hating the lady that she had her husband sleep with to have the son with. And then when God finally came to her and said, now my promise is going to come to pass. You're going to have the son that I promised you. She laughed at God. And then when God asked her, why are you laughing? She said, I didn't laugh. Right. So God had to correct her. You are lying. You did laugh. So we all know God wants us to worship him in spirit and in truth. Whether you have done something wrong or whether you have done something good, it's you can't hide from God, right? And you can't fool God. So when you go in and pray to God, it's best to let him know, God, I am struggling, right? I think that's in Mark where it said, God, I do believe. Help my unbelief, right? So if you are struggling with unbelief or struggling that you can change or things can get better for you and your circumstances or whatever God been put in your heart, you want to go to Jesus and let him know, God, I feel like this is taking so long. I don't think that I can change, right? Or I don't think things will get better for me and God will send people across your path or he'll direct you to his word to give you a promise that his promise will come to pass if you keep what your faith and keep working on trying to heal you will see over time what God was doing in your life. So Sarah was Sarah and her husband Abraham dealt with trauma. They dealt with doubt, but Abraham kept his faith in God even when Sarah was doubting, right? So that's what made God bring the promise to pass. So that's why I tell you guys, when you're trying to emotionally heal, you don't want to be in one-sided relationships, right? Because while they're doubting and you're in faith, they can bring down your faith, right? You want to be around strong people that's trying to get it together too, that's believing that good things can happen in their life and believing good things can happen in your life too, right? When you're with one-sided relationships and they always speak negative. They always speaking down. They always pointing out people's flaws. That's a sign from God, right? When you're on your emotional healing journey, that that person or these people are not for you. Because when we come to God, right, we're understanding that people are on different journeys in their life, their struggles with different things, right? But we all coming together to try to heal and better our life experiences and be better people. So if you don't have people around you that's trying to teach you to be a better person or to accept your flaws right to pray to God to help you get through those struggling times or someone that comes and holds your hand and lifts you up when you falling down right or speak life into you and tell you you can do better then you are around the wrong people so this was the end of my show for today I hope you guys enjoyed it until the next show God bless welcome to my two cents podcast with evangelist Wallace Norris in this world both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way, 
and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind.